Oh, it's so good to see you all. Hi. Mmm, hugs. Mmm, hugs. What's happening? Welcome to a fresh start with me, Chaz Rogers. And not just me, but my producer, Kaz One. What's up, Kaz? How's it going, Chaz? Great, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Were you as uh, teary-eyed as I was coming back from talking with the people from one week to another? Did you miss them? Missed everyone. You mi- we missed you. We missed you guys. All right. Welcome to a fresh start uh, with Chaz Rogers. I'm happy to be here. I feel like I feel like it's been so long since we communicated. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you guys have been going through. So I'm going to tell you what I've been going through. All right. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. It's about me right now. Let me tell you guys what I want. Let me tell you, I had like a uh, mild... What would you call it? Like a light, that's like I said, like a lightweight uh, panic attack. It was weird. I never experienced it. All right. So uh, I've seen people have panic attacks before. I had to take a buddy of mine to the hospital once, which was crazy to me that your body reacts so much to your mental place. You know, if you have a lot of stress on you, just worrying, whatever, whatever it is, like your body will be affected. And I didn't realize, like I always knew, like, you know, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit, all that good stuff. Uh, but I'd never seen the effects before. All right. So I had a day where I was, and like I said, for me, procrastination is my number one enemy. Well, I swear I'd stab him right in the face if I could find procrastination. Procrastination was a person. I'd murder you, procrastination. I'd kill you. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's not. It's something that lives inside some of us. So... I, I'm always going to battle it. I, I, I mean, I've, I'll tell you, guys, I'm trying to go in order here. So I uh, had some time when I was procrastinating, and I was trying to get over it, right? I was like, you know what? So usually what I do is I meditate. That's usually my calming, my soothing. It helps me put my thoughts in order. It slows the world down, right, which is great because then I go, okay, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do that. Ready, break. All right, my meditation is a tad longer than that. All right, it's a, it's a tad longer, but that's pretty much it. And so for me, um, when I get a chance to calm down, uh, be present in yourself, some self awareness, know how you're feeling, I usually have an incredible day and have a great productive day. But I realized I was procrastinating to meditate, right? And so I was like, yo, why don't you just go meditate? And I was like, nah, I'll do it later. And I was like, all right. And then I kept going like, mm, I'll do it later. Because my body knew that once you meditate, we can't just do whatever we want to do anymore. We're going to do some shit we don't feel like doing. And my body was like, yo, I got your back, bro. If you don't want to go meditate because you don't want to go do shit you don't want to do, I got your back. And my body was like, shut it down. Shut shit down. Shut it down. <laughs> the lights went out. I didn't pass out. But, you know, so I had a moment when I felt, and I felt like this before, like this like state of 
paralysis 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 oh uh, so at this point, I'm like, paralysis. And I was like, what's going on, man? What's happening? And so then I was like, all right, bro. So I've also learned this, and I've said this on a podcast before. Like, I will use all my willpower for one task, right? I'll use it all up, and I always try to make sure I use it to meditate because it's the most important part of my day, right? So when I don't do it, I'm scattered brain, and I'm doing a bunch of other crap, crap that's not ever going to help me. Right. A bunch of bunch of BS just to feel busy, but not productive. There's a huge difference. Like productive. I'm actually thinking you're accomplishing, finishing a task. Right. Like you're on to the next project. You accomplished it. It's complete. Right. Uh, but being busy, there's a ton of crap to do all the time. Right. I'm going like, to go in there and clean and do like there's always tasks to do. But now I said that's going to help me further my career, my business. Right. Stuff that I know is huge that I want to take care of. And I let procrastination ah, let it take over for a while because it'll win. It'll win sometimes, man. It's something you're always going to fight. And I always seen it like as like people who fight uh, people who fight addictions. That addiction is with you all the time. That's why people are like, I've been haven't had a drink in 20 years. So they know like one sip and they might go right back, you know. So you got to like protect yourself from yourself. But your body clamors for it. So. Is what I found out. Uh, all right, let me finish, actually, before I go into that. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to use all my willpower to meditate and calm down. So I was, like, laying down or something. So I got up. I sat up. Put my headphones on, right? Uh, I don't listen to anything. I just had, like, those uh, noise-canceling headphones, and I put those on, and I'm in my own world. And, yo, when I tell you after a while of calming down and calming down, and my body started shaking, and I had this intense uh, I don't even want to call it sadness. I don't feel sad, but I started like breaking down crying. Actually, I'll tell you what it was because I do know what it was. It wasn't sadness. Well, I started like breaking. I started like crying, like tears. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? I was so happy. <laughs> right? It sounds weird. That I was so happy that I know I have a formula to fight procrastination and meditation. Like I have a solution that works for me. You know? I haven't had one in so long, but going back to it, it was instant relief. It was instant, like just instant peace. And I was so happy because I was like, I need to make sure that I'm using my willpower to meditate. Like you can't let it get away. And I stopped doing it as a habit for a while. You see what happens? It built up and it attacked me. And thank God for this power of meditation. When I took a second to go inside yourself, get acquainted with yourself again. But hey, Chaz. You're okay, buddy. Just relax, man. Don't worry. Blowing in my ear. You're all you're all good. Like you're, it was like it was like having like somebody kissing your boo-boo, right? Like, you okay? Mm-hmm. You're all better now? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I felt cared for by my from myself. And so afterwards, my little breakdown, like I felt physically exhausted. I'm, I was like weak. I was hard and hard trying to keep my head up. I got hungry as hell. All right, I was like, wow, like your body really goes through something when it's fighting. Right? Uh, You've been there, Kaz? You've had a... Oh, for a, sure. You've had a, a for few? Sure. A yeah. number? It runs in my family. Yeah? Yeah. I realize more now that it's also in my family. I didn't know before, but I can see it. But it also comes from different places, man. Like everybody has one for different reasons. You know, like... uh there's a lot of people who, of course, have real addictions, you know, uh, 
And addiction is addiction. I know I'm addicted to it. I'll tell you what, I have a huge, besides procrastinating, I know how I do it. I probably have one of the most positive ways of procrastinating is I read a lot, right? Like I'll watch more positive YouTube videos, more um, like to learn, uh, to study uh, a lot of the audio books. You know, I'll tell myself that I'm doing something in a healthy manner, uh, but it's still a way of not getting stuff done, you know? So I'll procrastinate when I'm like, oh, let me just finish this chapter. Let me watch this video. Oh, let me watch this video. Oh, well, let me, you know, but it's stuff that, of course, is good for you, but yet it keeps you from doing what you don't want to do. So as far as like when I want to sit down and write, you know, because I actually, I get paid to write. So you actually have to sit down and do what you do <laughs> to, for, for work. Uh, I don't want to because the task of actually writing, I hate that part. I love the creating, but I hate the uh, like medial task of like, okay, interior, type, 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 type. Like that drives me nuts. <laughs> like that part I hate. I love to tell a story. I'd rather just be able to verbally say my story be way more fun. But the actual writing is what you actually get paid for to put it on paper, right? Uh, so you got to do it. And I fight myself constantly because I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to do other stuff. I don't want to play video games all day. I want to go outside and play. <laughs> I'm a 10-year-old. I don't want to. And it's not because I don't want to be successful. It's not because all this stuff. This is because I'm used to having it pretty cool. I'm used to be able to sit down and relax. I don't have any pressure in my life, you know? So I feel like it all comes down to habits. It all comes down to what you're used to. So now that I'm fighting something that I'm used to doing, which is chilling, my natural state is chill. I'm always relaxing, watching TV. I love TV so much. I, I, I contribute to it, right? I want to do it professionally. That's how much I love entertainment, how much I love television. I, you know, I can watch TV for hours. And then when I want to go do it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. I just want to enjoy it. <laughs> I just want to watch it. So doing my research on procrastination, which I, this is going on uh, at least two to three years of research of procrastinating. And this is, it just includes reading books, podcasts, YouTube videos, some of the world's most uh, affluent researchers, uh, guys like Charles Duhigg, who wrote this book, uh, The... Let me get back to you guys. <laughs> Usually I remember the title and I forget the author. <laughs> but this time I remember the Charles Duhigg wrote something of habit. It's something of habit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I can't remember right now. Uh, and then there's Timothy Pitchell, who wrote The Procrastination Problem. Um, there's a bunch of people. That would be The Power of Habit. The Power of Habit. Kaz Uno with the assist. Got it. Bye. The Power of Habit. Thank you. Should be easy because there's a bunch of powers of uh, stuff. There's a book called The Power of Now. There's a book called The Power of Consistency. There's a book. There's a bunch of powers of. There's a ton of them. Um, the Now Habit uh, also is a great book by Stephen Geis, I believe, G-U-I-S-E. And uh, he might have also written, I might have got these mixed up. He might have also written um, Many Habits. If it's, if it's the right guy, he wrote both. But there's a... I'm pretty sure he wrote both. I could be 100% wrong. Don't have Kaz do your dirty work for you. Look it up yourself. You're watching this on a computer, phone. Pause it and go look it up somewhere else. Do your own. Don't help them, Kaz. Don't you help these bastards. 
He's procrastinating. No, what is it? Kay? Sure, it's right here. What is it? <laughs> Steven Guy's Mini Habits. Yeah. Smaller habits, bigger results. Yo, Mini Habits was dope. Uh, did we talk about this already? I'm not talking about it. Let's talk about it. Let's, why not? Let's run through it real quick. Mini Habits. So he had this idea called the one push-up method, which is uh, try to get yourself to do 100 push-ups. Sounds like a lot. So he keeps taking to the most, like, lower. What's lower? What's the least amount? Of He's like, well, you can at least do one, right? Can you at least do one for yourself? Ah, yeah. You can do one. I'll do one, right? You get down, you do one. You're always going to do more. And that's the whole idea is like just to do the very minimum and you'll always want to do more. It's what we do. But it's kind of like making a deal with yourself. You know, a lot of times he was like, even if you have to, don't feel like getting out of bed, do a push up in the bed. <laughs> All right. But it's that idea like doing something to get yourself closer to that or put yourself in that mode of operation. It's always good because starting is the, always the hardest part. If you're procrastinating, starting is the hard part. Right, starting, starting every day, restarting. That's why you. That's why it's so bad to lose that progress. You know, like don't take, don't take breaks. Don't, don't take breaks. If you're a procrastinator, you know it. Don't take breaks. That's how I get in trouble every time I take a break and I can't start again, and I procrastinate, procrastinate, and then my deadline comes and I'm like, oh, gotta get busy, right? And then I'm not doing my best work. I'm doing my best last minute work. It's a huge difference. It's a huge difference between your very best work and your best last minute work. Don't people trick themselves in saying, like, I do my best work last minute. As long as it's your only work you do. You don't know if that's your best if you only do it last minute. Imagine how much more impactful your work can be if you actually use 100% of your work ethic to its fullest. If you started on the day you got it and you worked on it every single day, putting two full hours of concentration in. First off, you'd be done early. Second off, it's going to be super dope. And when you get done early, you can just add more stuff. Oh, let me show you off, show off. Well. <laughs> Remember to look right. at the camera. Me and Kaz are doing business stuff. We're going in. All right? We're doing business stuff. I'll take that out. <laughs> it's always funny to me if you keep it in. I could be like, nah, you guys know. This isn't like a Hollywood production. That's what I like about this, man. This is grassroots from the bottom. Like, I want people to see. I That's a big thing I like about this podcast is I want you to see where we're gonna where we are five years from now. Someone's going to watch this five years from now and be like, wow, well, look at what they built. Look at what Kaz and Chaz built. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't ever have a problem with something being raggedy. And like people, if, if you find this is not up to your standards, get the hell out. Get out. Get out of here. I don't want you here. Hmm? Hmm? You think you're all bougie? You think you're too good for us? Hmm? Is that what you think? You think you're too good for us? Get your ass out of here. We don't want you. Right, Kaz? <laughs> that's how we do things here. So anyways, uh, so also in my research, right, in my research for procrastinating, because I'm trying to solve this idea of why do I procrastinate? Because, yo, most people have this goal, this dream that you want to do. It's, it's not about motivation. You want to do it. You're motivated. And there's a ton of reasons to be motivated, you know? Uh, sometimes you just like you can't. And I said this before. I did a whole podcast about this, about building good habits, because a lot of it is just what you're used to. What are you used to? So, uh... A lot of people have different senses and sensories, and a lot of things for people release what is dopamine. What, right? We know what dopamine is, right? right? Everybody knows it's this little uh, hormone that your body gives you and that makes you feel good, baby. Mm, makes you feel great. Yeah. Dopamine is released all kinds of things. You know, there's the runner's high people get, and after like you know working out, running a marathon, your body gives you dopamine because your body's going through pain, so your body gives you dopamine, right? That's what it is, is when you're going through pain or your body thinks pain is coming, you're either getting adrenaline or you're getting dopamine. That's the two options. 
You're getting adrenaline or you're getting dopamine. Um, depending on what it is, man, you get this fight or flight. Ah, 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 ah. Dylan. Afterwards, your body's gonna be like, "Hey, man, take it easy. Get some dopamine." You know, it's like it's, it's what you get. So, for me, a lot of my stuff that I don't want to do, your body plays uh, uh, as bodyguard for you. You go in self defense. So, a lot of procrastination is self defense based. It's your body protecting you for something you don't want to do. So it gives you, so what if you're lying down, you know you have to get up. Your body will induce dopamine to you. This is nuts how your body sabotages you, bro. Your body will give you dopamine. Mm, here you go. So you'll stay there so you don't have to go do something that you're afflicted to naturally. Ah, oh, it's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Like, sometimes you, you and that's the thing about procrastination is you literally, you literally have to battle yourself. Like, it's hard to fight a bunch of dopamine because it feels good. Man, when I watch TV, like, I, I binged Jessica Jones season two, right? <laughs> but I also knew I was like, I'm going to spend a whole day watching this. All right? All right, procrastination, you, you're not going to win this one. I already scheduled a time for me to watch this. So get off my back, you know? And then that's the idea. But during, like, in that day, I still got up, still go get active. You got to go be active every single day. If I love this, that's why building a routine is so important. Following through is so important because you're going to set yourself up so you don't fall back. And your body's like, hey, a little dopamine, baby. <laughs> a little dopamine. It's like when uh, <laughs> those drug dealers give enough drugs to keep you coming back, right? Just to get a little more dopamine. You come back, hey, baby. <laughs> and they get some more of that dopamine. I ain't going to work. Right? <laughs> it's that. Crackhead for dopamine. So you have to set yourself up. And so for me, it was a real... First time I've ever felt insecure about anything. I felt like, usually I'm probably way too overconfident. It's just what it is, right? I have this abundance of confidence for some reason. <laughs> uh, but there's the first time I started feeling insecure, and it's not because, you know, I'm, and it really is because of the procrastination. Like, I see what a giant obstacle it is for me. And battling it every day, I lose. Right. Sometimes I lose. And then when I lose, I beat myself up. It just makes me feel worse. And your body gives you what? More dopamine, baby. Feel better, bro. I got your back. See? Huh? All you need is me. All you need is me, baby. I like dopamine being this old pimp. What's happening, baby? You need me dopamine, baby. Right? (laughs) So stupid. Uh, So, you know, stay like and that's why, like. I've said before, the way I build good habits was to have one thing I focus on every day. For me, it's meditation. It brings me back. And, you know, there's so many good books on meditation. Declutter Your Mind. Uh, I can't remember the author's name, but Decluttering Your Mind is a great book. Um, I've read I've, I've read so many. Uh, now, Chaz, am I doing it right? If I'm attempting to meditate mm-hmm. and I always fall asleep, <laughs> like every single time. When are you meditating? Um, midday. Uh, you should do it early. Say nine and nine. You're meditating anywhere, at nine, or you anywhere from nine to eleven, not from nine to eleven. But that could happen if I fall asleep. Wait, are you meditating for two hours? No, I don't want to. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Every time I get in that mode where mm-hmm. I'm really gonna, you know, when I'm feeling it, like yeah, I'm meditating now. Fa- I wake up. Well, like, here's the thing: there's falling asleep, and there's like. Uh, and as I feel like this sounds weird because it was weird to me when I first did it. 
of like when you hit like another state, quote unquote, of enlightenment, right? When you hit another state, have you had this? Have you had this moment where like you're meditating and your eyes are closed and you breathe in and out, and after a while, uh, I'll feel it here, right? This is your frontal cortex, right? So it gets really active, and it's like it's huge on like um, making decisions. It's what it's like your frontal cortex is for, right? Um, so I'll feel it. I'll feel it like right here, and uh, I'll start like my head will start going back. I might lose it. Like, I'll do that. It's not falling asleep. You know what I mean? If you're falling asleep, you're probably way too comfortable for one. You're probably like laying in your bed. <laughs> or are you sitting up? Well, it starts sitting up. Yeah. Then- so like I, I'll, I'll do it in my chair, right? I'll do it. I'm like my ottoman. I will sit on the floor, but my back is usually up uh, against the wall, right? But I'll do it when I wake up. I don't do it in my bed, though. I will not. Don't do it in your bed. It's way too comfortable. So oh, I'll fall asleep now. sitting straight up. Which is, which is fine, because you're probably just tired. I will do that, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's good. Like, the whole idea of it, the whole idea of meditation, uh, and, and, and I think people have different things for you, but it's the idea of being present, right? And it's mindfulness and knowing what's happening in your body at that moment. And what happens is, especially when you're beginning, um, oh, the book was A Beginner's Guide to uh, Meditation. A, meditation Now, A Beginner's Guide, Elizabeth. Renninger, Renninger, whatever her name is. <laughs> so disrespectful, whatever her name is. Uh, but that's kind of like what started. I was, and I was first reading this on a plane. That's when I was learning how to meditate when I was flying. Because what a great place to just calm down. But it's about knowing what's happening inside you, about being mindful, mindfulness, consciousness, conscientiousness is like deliberate, deliberation? No, doing things deliberately. This is another word for it, I'm sure, right? So there's a difference between consciousness and conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. Conscientiousness is doing something with intent. Consciousness is kind of being, uh, being. <laughs> I guess you would say, being as it is, as you are. Right. I mean, we can. Ah, shit. I wasn't trying to dive into consciousness at the moment, but uh, consciousness. Real quick, <laughs> consciousness is usually broken down in three parts. There's um, you. And uh, how you are affected in how how you are in space time, right? Like your reality where you are right now, how you affect others, right? Uh, people around you and your effect on the future, like where you are in the future, right? How you uh, affect your future environment, the people, your impact, right? Uh, consciousness is results based and is not at the same time. And it just depends on, you know, this is awful stuff that I read and studied. So you're going to find a ton of different um, articles. Maybe not a ton. I think they're usually kind of all in the same ideas now. Um, anyways, that ain't got nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's running on tangents. It's stuff that I'm, I'm learning and, and diving into. But uh, the idea of where I'm getting at is, for me, the meditation takes my emotions and I put them in order. First, I reduce them. So whether you're feeling anxiety, nervousness, anger, sadness, because there's so much going on and we take stuff all day. You collect so much all day. And that's why a lot of people have these dreams, right? They have these dreams and all this other stuff and like these emotions come out and people snap at people because you're taking stuff all day and you're not having a great outlet for it. So learning how to meditate helps me um, realize where I'm at emotionally. It helps me keep them in order. It doesn't get rid of any emotion. It just really helps me acknowledge, like, you are angry because of this. How, on a scale of one to ten, how important is this? How important is this to you right now, five years from now, 
20 years from now, tomorrow. And it helps me just put everything in perspective. And it really helps me just calm down and get back to zero. Then at zero, I don't have a million thoughts. I can feel it after I meditate. I can feel it after a while when the crazy starts going again. And you start getting all these ideas and these thoughts. And it helps, you know, it gets me unfocused. Because I have to meditate like quite a few times a day. Usually I try to do it. Especially like before I get in and out of cars, out of vehicles. Like if I'm going from like one destination to another, I will meditate. And I will be like, okay, what are we doing? Take a moment. Because you got to slow down life sometimes. You know, you got to slow it down. So like do yourself a favor. Uh, take, But you know what, man? You know what, Kaz? A lot of people won't, man. A lot of people say it's stupid. A lot of people be like, well, you're just breathing in and out. It's like one of the oldest practices, <laughs> right? It's, it's like one of the oldest practices in history that every religion goes through. Every religion has a point of prayer and meditation. And I count them as the same as being thankful. I mean, thank you for where you are, who you are, being thankful for what you have. That's part of me as meditation. It's what you do first. I pray and say thank you first. Then I breathe. Focus on your breath. And the reason why... Um, as far as I understand, I'm understanding why you focus on your breath. For one, it's to give you something to focus on, right? Because otherwise, your thoughts will go crazy. Because what happens, you'll breathe in, you'll breathe out, you'll breathe in, you'll breathe out, and then a thought will come, right? And you'll think about that, and you'll be like, damn it, I was meditating. Let me get back to my breath. And it's, a, and it's the whole idea of being present at all times. Like, can you be present? It helps me communicate with people. When I'm talking to somebody and I feel my mind wander off, I'm like, yo, you're not being present. It's mindfulness. It's where you are right now. It makes you a better communicator, man. It just make it makes your life better in every single way. I promise. I promise you. It really takes down like my. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to ever say I have anxiety because there are people with real anxiety. There are people with real depression. I don't ever want to put myself in that category. Uh, and hopefully not being in denial. I'm sure I, everybody has it to a certain you know extent. So for me, meditation calms my nerves. It gives me confidence. Because it's always like, you're okay, man. You're okay. You're okay. The world's not crumbling around you. You're going to open your eyes and the world is not crumbling around you. But we feel like that sometimes. And we feel like that sometimes so much that it takes over your body, which is nuts. That's crazy. That you can feel that intense, that a panic that your body feels. I felt physically sore, like I worked out, like I was exhausted. It really opens my mind on like what people really go through with the true anxiety and having like to fight that all the time. People had to fight that all the time. People fight that 24 hours a day. People fight alcohol 24 hours a day. People fight marijuana 24 hours a day. People fight pills 24 hours a day. That's exhausting. <laughs> right? It's gotta be exhausting to fight that feeling every single like 24 hours a day of I want this, I want no, 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 no. It never goes away. From what I heard from like Alcoholics Anonymous, it never that feeling of wanting that addiction never goes away. It's always in the back of your mind somewhere. That's crazy, bro. Well, you created those neural pathways. It happens, and that's exactly how they and they cluster, right? So your nerves work in clusters, right? So you can feel like one trigger would trigger something else, would trigger something else. It's a it's a it's a, it's a nerve cluster. So I mean, if you had this any kind of stress, of course, if you know, or even if. If every time you smoke weed, you went to McDonald's, next time you go to McDonald's, weed is next there, right? Like, they're attached. You know, one thing that's small that triggers, man, it can trigger. And that's why, that's why there's like, when you're high or you're drunk all the time, everywhere you go, you want to drink. 
Because that's your, what you're naturally used to. And your body is a system. It's, it's a TiVo. Your body learns you, all right? It learns when to skip stuff. Click might be a better example of a movie when it, your body is remote and it tends to learn your own beha- behaviors and your habits. And, you know, your body, it, it knows what you're doing before you know what you're doing. And that's why your body, would, it would take over. You can be saying one thing in your mind and your body will take over. Your body's like automatic mode, which is that whole fight or flight thing. That's why we get scared. You know, like when you scream, right? It's like, it's, when you scream is the most like barbaric form of yourself. Like you're screaming, there's a lot of thoughts going on, but all your mind can come up with is, ah, right? <laughs> like what you would say is like, oh, sorry, I was startled. They didn't mean to raise my voice uh, at that moment. But when you came out of nowhere, you startled me. My apologies for raising my voice. That's what you want to say. I mean, after you recognize whatever it is, it's not a threat. But what comes out is a yelp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your body can't rationalize. Your brain can't keep up with your body. That's nuts. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So I feel like if you don't take time, and that's if you struggle, man. Like, it, no, it's not if you struggle. Meditation is good for everybody. Anybody who you, you'll read out, the most successful people, everybody, all of them in their books will tell you they work out and they meditate. They'll tell you two things. They get up and they exercise and they meditate. They read. You know, you have all these guys who are so great, so wise, so successful, blah, 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 blah. But they'll tell you the same things, man. You stretch out your mind, you stretch out your body, and you stretch out your spirit. You know? You like that, guys? <laughs> that we all just float a little high on the astral plane uh, right now? So, man, the idea that procrastination is self-defense upsets me. Because I feel like you are really battling yourself, right? And I always definitely like preach like be your own teammate, be your own best friend. You have to have like your heart and your brain and your spirit all in the same place, you know, which is hard because we get pulled in so many different places. People want your time. People want your money. People want your energy. People are like just life suckers. They want to just suck the life out of you if they can. And you have to defend that also. You have to learn how to work on par with yourself, which takes time. And it takes understanding that it's not going to happen overnight. It takes its patience. It takes this huge piece of patience to understand I messed up. It takes self-love. You have to give yourself, you have to like forgive yourself, self-forgiveness when you do procrastinate, when you when you backslide in any way, if you don't go to the gym, yo, it's all right. Let's set myself up right now to have a more successful day. If I have a higher chance of success tomorrow doing what I want to do. Like you have to do those things. You have to recognize it. And that's why meditation is important because it keeps you in that state of mindfulness all the time. I'm always realizing what I'm doing. I, and, I, and I check in. Like if I got the car, so it's like, like a day like today, like I'm rushing. So I'm going here. I'm going there. Uh, you're doing a ton of errands. You stop. <sighs> Yo, how are you feeling? I'm a little stressed. All right, let's slow it down. But we're so caught up on this time, right? We, we slave ourselves out to time. In these schedules, and we don't give ourselves enough time, probably try, you're probably doing too much. You're probably trying to do way too much. You need to slow your ass down. Slow your ass down. Take a, take a breath. So I gave you two books on meditation, or I gave you one? I gave you two. I gave you Declutter Your Mind and Meditation Now, Beginner's Guide. Both of those books, man, were huge for me. Oh, and me and Kat are talking about sleep, how important sleep is, and all the benefits uh, sleep gives you. I feel like I read a book on 
Leave Austin. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have one on sleep somewhere. And the reason I read a book on sleep is because I was like, managing your energy is so much more important than managing your time. Like knowing, and and it helps me when I had that idea of focus. Like I can't sit down and write and uh, not eat and not have eaten. I, I get upset. I'm so unfocused. I'm just like, I'm all over the place, right? Especially when it's later in the day. Um, that goes on an idea of willpower and how willpower is finite and how willpower is increased by glucose, right? So what you eat powers shit like your body feeds off of, uses glucose for energy. Glucose is a word for sugar, but not the bad sugars. There's good sugars, right? So maybe eat some fruit or something like that if you're feeling low, okay? Don't just go, I'm not saying eat a fucking bowl full of <laughs> sugar, right? When you're, just said glucose. And you just dump a bowl of sugar on your face. Uh, so let's let's rehash real quick. Oops. Let's rehash real quick. Oh, I want to talk about this real quick, too. I hate the phrase being in competition with yourself. Like, I really, I really hate that. Like, I'm not a competition with anyone. Like, people are like, I'm not a competition with anyone. I'm a competition with myself. I'm like, you shouldn't be competing with yourself either. That's stupid. That's just dumb. Like there's a there's a there's a bigger statement behind it, but it's just stupid. <laughs> I compete with myself against myself. Like I try to outdo me from yesterday. Like I try to build off of yesterday with myself. Like there's never like people always have that idea of competition makes you stronger. And I'm like, I don't think so, man. Like if that's what you need to be great. Eventually, when you reach your goal, like, what else are you... Like, <laughs> this is the Kanye effect. Like, Kanye made a diss track to Adidas. Or, I mean, to Nike, right? And I was like, you've, you've, you're so successful that this is what you're doing now. But he has this thing where he needs to feel like an underdog, right? Like, his, his entire career is being an underdog, and I need this chip on my shoulder. Like, you shouldn't really need that. You should be able to wear yourself into a great position from self-love, like, I think that's so underrated, and I think people don't know how to get there. It's this idea of, like, can you love yourself enough? Can you find it inside yourself to love yourself enough to, to set yourself, to, to do yourself the most justice, to, to be so kind and true to yourself, to work for you in the best way? Like, to me, that's the key. I don't ever because I run out of anger. When I used to play football, I used to think, like, oh, I'm, I'm short, and people are going to, you know, they disrespect me. And then when I stopped being angry, I had nothing else to, to build off of. I was like, well, where's my drive? I felt like I lost my drive for a long time because I wasn't angry anymore. So then I was like, well, what else do you build on? Like, just build off of progress. Build off of happiness. Build off of achieving. Build off of being the best version of you. Like, for me, that's what fuels me every day is knowing that I have or I can get better. That I have more room to improve. There's always, you're never going to reach your best. You should never, ever cap out and reach your best. You should never, ever reach your best. How? How? How can you ever reach your best? Your full potential? You should never get a chance to see what your full potential looks like. I think you only see that in retrospect. Right. When you look back. And, and if you had enough time in your life, like, of course, if you never died, right? Like, people die and they're like, ah, I never get to see those. Like, imagine everything I learned and I get to keep learning and I get to keep applying it. Like, you should never, ever reach your full potential. You should always be trying to get there for sure. You should never get there. You shouldn't. If you, if you already reach your potential and people always say that, like, oh, hey, man, it's the best it gets right now. It's like, you're not even trying. You shouldn't cap out at 20. 
<laughs> right? That's ridiculous. I never want to reach my potential. And once you prove all the haters wrong, all the haters, all your haters who hate you, get out of here. You ain't got no haters. All right? <laughs> you don't have any hate. All your haters. Once you prove everybody wrong, like what else do you have to fuel you? What else is in there? Where's your drive coming from? It's got to come from you for you. You know, I think I said this before about like not proving people wrong, but proving yourself right. Like if you believe in yourself, then you have to do it for yourself. So go back yourself up. That'll be a competition with yourself. You should be going around jumping people. That's my idea. Like we a gang out here. Okay? It's a team of me. There's me. There's Chaz. There's Chasman. There's Chasman Rogers. And we'll pick you up. Right? <laughs> there's all those people. Metaphorically. No. No, not metaphorically. It was all of us. We're quadruplets. <laughs> I, I think I named four. So, I mean, I feel like you have to put your value uh, in progress. You know, like I have to value. Like I, I love to see where I was and where I'm at now. And it gets me so excited about my tomorrow. I get so amped up about my tomorrow. Like I'm so excited about what I get to achieve tomorrow. And I know that who's going to be there waiting on me like the bullies procrastination. You got to go knock him out right in the teeth right away. And by knocking him out in the teeth, I mean sitting down calmly, you feel me, calmly and meditating. You meditate so hard that procrastination is like, hey, hey I don't want the problems. You're like, get, right. get your bitch ass out of here, procrastination. Because I'm meditating out here. I'm peaceful as fuck. All right? That's how you handle that shit, Cass. <laughs> That's how you get peaceful on that ass. All right? <laughs> so stupid you guys are silly and uh my last thought of all that is uh humbleness versus being appreciative i don't like the word humility i don't like the word humble uh and i'm gonna read you why i don't like the word humble because the actual definitions and there's of course everybody's gonna have their own freaking definition but I don't want somebody getting this twisted when you look at a definition uh, in a dictionary and think you're supposed to be that. Because, um, you know, you'll find different ones. So here's one uh, at dictionary.com. Humility, the quality or condition of being humble. Okay, modest opinion, estimate. Okay, a modest opinion or estimate of one's own importance. Damn, dog. Like that, that's trash to me. There's another one. Uh Having or showing a modest or low estimate of one of one owns importance. Having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. Like that sounds awful. Of having to lower yourself. Like, oh, he's so humble. It's like, does that mean you don't think of big of yourself? You don't think highly of yourself? You're supposed to think lower of yourself? It's a state of being. It's a state of, 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 it's a mindset, lower in dignity or importance. When somebody says, oh, he needs to be humbled, it means to, to reduce him, to make him realize that he's not the shit. Like, you're never, ever going to make me think that I'm not the shit. Never, ever. No matter what happens. I've lost many times in many sports. I still think I'm the shit. Like, I still think I'm dope. I think I'm pretty amazing. Maybe I just have a lot of self-confidence, but you should have a lot of self There's no way ever you should want to reduce your importance. Ew. Ew, Kaz. Ew. All I ever think about is increasing my importance, increasing my impact, trying to reach as many people as possible. 
Like, I really feel like I'm important. I would never reduce my idea of being important. That's trash. That's a dictionary. Here's another definition I actually do like, and this is why definitions suck, because you'll find different definitions. Freedom from pride or arrogance. The quality or state of being humble. Freedom from pride or arrogance. Now, that sounds amazing. The freedom of pride and arrogance, because I hate pride. I hate shame also. I feel like pride and shame are opposites and they're both useless. <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. So stupid. So instead of humility, because uh, I never ever once believed in showing or having a low estimate of one's own importance. Uh, being appreciative is where you want to be. You can, like these cats who when I ask me, like, I'm so humbled i'm like you're just thankful <laughs> you're you're very thankful and but that's great because you're taking a moment to be thankful you're taking a moment to take in what's happening appreciation recognize the full worth of recognizing the full worth of like, that's dope i love that word appreciate it and i i try to always come from a place of thankfulness appreciativeness because that to me understanding and recognizing the full worth of whatever you have of my vehicle of my life of <laughs> trees giving you oxygen of cas helping me like appreciating and the good thing about the word appreciating is if something appreciates it grows over time its value grows over time like that's that shit bro that's that shit i don't ever want to be humble but I'm always going to be thankful. And recognizing what you're thankful for, understanding that fully, thoroughly, that is what I strive for. And that helps me go through my day understanding how much I have to be appreciative of. I never get sad. Even when I had my breakdown, my first thought was happiness. It was relief. I was appreciative that I have this thing called meditation that somebody brought in my life to get me out of this funk, to give me a, a secret weapon to fight my own procrastination that I just have to use at my disposal. Like there's so like you can't be miserable. <laughs> you have to realize how much you have and how little other people have. And I, I guarantee you, man, these cats who, who barely eat one a day. They're not like, oh, I'm so thankful to be so humble. <laughs> right? No. Like, there's videos, man. Like, I've seen, when I see videos of like Africans dancing and they're like, no shoes on, right? They're like skinny as shit. And they're out there dancing and having fun. I'm like, man, these cats appreciate every single damn day out here. And they ain't got a damn thing. And we're up here trying to lower our importance. Stupid. That's stupid. Don't lower your importance. Now, if you're a prideful dick, that's different. <laughs> if you think you deserve... All right, here's also... Me and my buddy were talking about this. This is, this is an interesting idea. Being humble versus being self-entitled. Like, entitled, right? Like, he was saying, I'd rather my kids grow up spoiled and entitled than humble. And, like, always coming from a place of uh, feeling like they don't belong. 
right? It's like they can walk into a room, and this is what happens too. You'll walk into a room of quote unquote people who are your superiors, right? If you're an entitled prick, <laughs> if you're entitled, you'll feel like you belong there without necessarily doing stuff to feel like you did anything to deserve to be there, right? You'll feel like you belong. You're like, I belong here because I'm me. Instead of somebody who's like, I'm just kind of happy to be here and I'm going to be like sit here in the corner. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be noticed. I don't want, I'm happy to be, I don't get kicked out, right? Like that's happened to me so many times where I'm just happy to be in the room. Instead of feeling like I belong in the room. That's crazy. It's a crazy mindset. It changes the way you operate. You know, I don't go always go up to people that I'm supposed to go up to and talk to because I feel like I'm just happy to be here, not that I belong here. Like that's nuts. That's such a mental twist on where your mindset should be. You belong. You belong. If you are where you are, <laughs> like anyway, if you get invited somewhere, you belong there. Carry yourself in a way that is. Now, I'm not saying you go in there, you flip the table over and somebody doesn't agree with you. You carry yourself in a way that says, I do belong here. You have to appreciate yourself that much. You have to respect yourself that much. Fuck all that humble shit. Be thankful. Appreciate it. Appreciate yourself. That's a lot of self-love, self-care that a lot of us don't have. Why? Because we're always taught to lower ourselves. For who? Who are you lowering yourself for? You're not below anybody. I don't care what you do. You're not below anybody. You should never, ever carry yourself like you're below somebody. Never. Unless you're like, you know, scumbag, rapist, murderer, something like that. Child molester. Then you're a scum. Then you humble yourself. That's beyond that. You kill yourself. <laughs> if you're one of those things, just commit suicide. And that's how we end a fresh start. <laughs> On suicide. All right, let's recap, guys. I like recapping, man. Uh, we talked about being in competition with yourself. Don't compete against yourself. Compete with you, with you, for you. You're on the same team, baby. You're on the same team. Build yourself up. Uh, we talked about meditation, declutter your mind, uh, the power of habit, uh, mini habits, uh, meditation now for beginners. That's four good books I gave you guys. That's 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 a lot. You know what I mean? That's a that's a lot of material to go and research and read and and learn from. And yo, meditation's maddie. You can go on YouTube and sit there and they'll play little sounds and music. And there'll be a lady there who goes, okay, now breathe in. And she'll guide you through the whole process. And it doesn't take more. You can do it in, I did like I did seven minutes yesterday. I'll time it now. I did seven minutes yesterday. That's when I broke down. <laughs> I've done longer, I've done shorter. It's just a moment to get inside your mind, get inside your body, regulate yourself, regulate your nerves, understand you're good, baby, you're okay. Mindfulness, being present, being present to your own skin, being comfortable with you, being comfortable with your thoughts, being comfortable with your emotions, understanding why you're feeling how you're feeling is so important to be able to carry that around. Because what, what happens is we'll get mad and you'll develop this muscle. You can, okay, I'm mad. Let me, let me turn that off because I got nothing to be mad about. Let me switch that. I'm irritated. Let me switch that. Let me go. Let me go put this in a good mood. I'm sad. Okay, I know why I'm sad. I have a right to be sad here. Okay, let me go channel this, this sadness. Let me go turn this into positive. Let me go turn this into happiness. Let me go be appreciative. If you lost one, let me go be appreciative why what I had them for what it is. Being able to feel that inside yourself. And I'm on a meditation journey of like a couple of years now. Uh, which, yo, meditation gets deep. There's these retreats and people will go for days and they won't speak for like two or three days. 
like it's crazy what people will go. I want to do one, but I don't think I can do it. I'd talk the first day. I already know I would. I'm like, so uh, what y'all think about this shit? Huh? Oh, am I out? <laughs> Is this a game? I didn't know. Did I lose? All right. All right, guys. I hope uh, some of this helped. You know, I'm huge on self-confidence. Uh, forget humility. Have appreciation. That should keep you humble. Be appreciative. <laughs> Always come from a place of, of thankfulness. It's so important, man. Um, I really missed you guys. I hope you guys missed me. Uh, anything, Cass? Any ideas, thoughts? Nope, I'm good. Did it help at all? Always helps, dude. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. Oh, man, I forgot to uh, follow us. A Fresh Start Show on Facebook. A Fresh Start Show on Twitter. Nope, not on Twitter. Not yet. A Fresh Start Show. Maybe by the time this airs. A Fresh Start Show on Instagram. Uh, YouTube, A Fresh Start Show. Um, the podcast, iTunes, A Fresh Start Show with Chaz Rogers. Uh, am I missing anything? A first start show.com. A bunch of stuff. All right. And I got it. Like you come, content, man. Tell me your thoughts. Comment, man. Tell me, Chad, you're doing too much. Chad, you're doing not enough. I mean, I gave you guys an angry meditation punking procrastination. Like I gave you a peaceful punking. Where are you going to get that at? Huh? Who's doing that for you out here? All right, you guys. Take care.